Hump Day Quickies Swingers Confessions is intended for mature audiences only and contains explicit language and sexual situations. This is not intended as any professional advice. Welcome to Hump Day Quickies Swinger Confessions. Here in the sex apartment, we share our own sex positive stories and welcome our friends to open up about their experiences in the ethically non monogamous lifestyle. Kylie is back again, and she has a great story about her first time at the sex club and being part of an eight-girl orgy. Then she shares her fantasies for the future in her lifestyle journey. Welcome back to the sex apartment. We're here once again. Uh, Kylie has graced us with her presence. Unfortunately, we're still waiting to talk Brad into coming, but maybe next time. <laughs> he's so, shy. I, he is so shy. It's, you mentioned he's shy, but the last time we saw you guys, he was talking and talking and talking. I'm like, he's not that shy. Well, Come he's on. shy with like when it comes to social media type stuff. And he's he is just, I don't know, unless you get a couple drinks in him, he is... So maybe we could do that. Let's get let's, some drinks in him. And okay, we'll see. Because I, I think it'd be fun to get him in here. Because I, I was, I was watching him talk the last time, and he was, he was very, very talkative. And I'm like, oh, you put a microphone into him. I, I bet you we can get him. Oh to talk. yeah, we'll see. I get him talking on my TikTok lives. It's just. I always have to entice him with things to get him on my lives. Fair enough. Huh? We Truth. can we can entice him with things. <laughs> Okay, being episode three, this is where we start giving in, getting into your uh, best moments and your favorite moments. What are some of your highlights so far? So my favorite moment is probably the first night at the club, which I, I think I talked about in episode one or two. But just, yeah, just that opening up and having that first orgy, so to speak, in that couple's room was probably, yeah, the highlight of everything. And how did that even get started? Because I mean, you guys were outside. Somebody said, hey, let's go to a room. Yeah. But to get eight girls to go, yeah, let's all go to a room. I think it was just all the girls that were out there in the smoking tent were like into our conversation. And we were out there, you know, and I was like sitting on these girls' laps and I'm kissing on these girls and I'm touching on them out there. So we had kind of already had gotten stuff going while we were out there. And I think all the other girls were just like so turned on by this, all these girls that were out there and, you know, their husbands were sitting there watching and they were like, oh yeah, this is cool. Like (laughs) we're down for this. So, but again, it was during COVID. So it was like, we really had a time constraint. It was like getting close to eight o'clock at that (laughs) point. If we're going to do this, we're doing it now. And and that's kind of like our our 2 a.m. stuff now where it's like. All right, we've been talking for the last four hours. Uh, it's fun talking, but we're either just talking the night or we better hurry up. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys end up picking the group room probably because, or the couple's room probably because, well. That was the only room open. Oh, okay. That's oh, it was a busy night that night, I guess. Okay. So you head to the couple's room and what happens? So one of the girls in the three-way thruple that we had met, she said to her girlfriend, she goes, well, I'm going to do the thing to her. And the the other girl goes, 
oh, you're going to show her the thing. And I'm thinking the thing, I want this thing, whatever it is. I'm, I'm waiting patiently. Continue. So she does the thing. So she's like eating me out and she's fingering me, but like she's doing this thing with her tongue that like no guy can do. I'm telling you, like it was amazing. Um, it was such a great experience, but yeah. I mean, what was this thing? The way that she was just licking around it um, and the way that she was just, where she was fingering, especially because I feel like a lot of men, they don't have what we have. I don't have a <laughs> vagina and I don't get to play with my vagina to know exactly what feels good in my vagina, which is why every time you're with a girl for the first time, Nessa, and she goes, I just don't know what to do. I always go, do what you like done to you because that's probably what's going to work here. And start with that and see what the reaction is. I don't so, know. Well, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I watch like how-to videos. <laughs> I, I know. Hey, I want to please these women. All right. Yeah, They're pleasing me. <laughs> I like the way you look at it. And that's that's how I do things. I research things before we do them. <laughs> but that was so that was like the initial start of it. You know, I want to do this thing to you. And then it just became one girl licking one boob and then another girl licking the other boob. And then another girl is licking her pussy over here. And then another girl is licking her pussy. And then the girl on the end, her husband is fucking her. There's like just women everywhere. I'm like grabbing boobs. I'm grabbing pussy. I'm just, I'm loving life. I <laughs> felt like Hugh Hefner <laughs> and I was just, that was like, a dream experience for me because I had waited so long, you know, to be with women. And I love being with women sexually. Like I almost feel like sometimes I'd rather be with a girl, but then when I'm with a really good guy, then I'm like, Oh no, this is <laughs> oh, really yeah, good. I still like that. <laughs> yeah. I really enjoy this, you know? Yeah. So I think that's why I like swinging. It's because you get the best of both worlds. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was an, just so amazing. And then everyone watching me for the first time, you know, I, hadn't got to experience being watched until that moment. Okay. Um, and after that, I was just like, wow, this is, this is really awesome. I really, really like this. I really like not only the aspect of the women, but the being watched. Now, was that your first time with more than one woman at a time? Yes. Okay. It was. And, and you go from just one to seven others. That's good. That's, that's, now that's a step. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you go from just somebody watching to, oh yeah, 50 people watching. That's even more impressive. There were so many people there. Watch. I mean, well, I don't know if it's because it was during COVID and no one had anything to do, but go to the sex club and watch other people. I don't know. I, I would say couples rooms. People walk by and go, well, I wonder what's going on in here. And I would imagine if I walked in and saw eight women going down on each other and doing the thing to each other, yeah. I, I would I would be one to stop and watch. And then if somebody opened the door and said, what's going on in here? I'd say, uh, something. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I, could, I could totally see that. Um, what was the reaction to, it sounded like only one of the husbands was interacting with one of the girls off on the end. And now this is something in the lifestyle and this is what we educate about. So sometimes it's a little hard for, for guys to, uh, you know, for their member mm -hmm. to get there, you know, sometimes it, they get nerves, they get the jitters. It's one of the reasons I hate the group room. And we didn't know that this was a thing, you know, this was our first time at the club and we didn't know that that was going to be an issue for Brad. Uh, cause it had never been an issue before. And we had had, you know, a couple of threesomes together and that wasn't an issue, but apparently it was an issue. Um, so then we, we got some research from 
or we talked to other um, couples and they were like, oh yeah, you have to get these pills, these, you know, like the blue chews or the, um, I think iron Magnum or something, you know, (laughs) that you can get at the porn store, you know, and that will really help. And um, that's really helped us, you know? Okay. Um, was he the only husband that jumped in at that time or was, yeah. Okay. So the, the girl on the end, that was, it was only her husband that jumped in and then Brad and then the other boyfriend of the two girls. So this is a thruple. This is, they're in a polyamorous relationship. The other boyfriend was also watching, um, because I don't know if it's maybe there were some single girls there who weren't comfortable with the guy's, being involved. Maybe it was the time constraint because we were on a very good time constraint at that point. So, yeah. And what was your favorite moment of that whole thing situation? Be, the being watched aspect okay. of it. And that first, you know, it's kind of like, you know, the first time that you, you do, it's always the first time is always usually the best time. It's mm-hmm. like the first time you have sex with your partner for the first time or, uh, you know, the first time you eat something you really like or have your first alcoholic beverage or whatever, you know, it's always the best time. And I think that's what it was for me. It was my first real interaction in the lifestyle sexually. And that's why it was the best for me. And that's why I always encourage us to be people's first time because it's always good to make sure that we can be that memorable moment. (laughs) Yeah. Um, At what point did you notice people watching. I didn't really notice until Brad, he kind of leaned down to me and he goes, Hey, just so you know, there's like 50 people in here watching you. Are you okay with that? Um, cause this was first for us. And I look around and I'm like, Oh hell yeah, I'm okay with this. Like, this is great. This is amazing. So him, you know, cause I, I was paying attention to like pleasuring the other women, you yeah. know, and my own pleasure, you know? So, um, that was, a, a great moment for me. Yeah. That's like with you and Tommy, you have no idea how many people are standing around as you're getting tied up. You're just focused on, right. I'm here in this moment. I'm enjoying this moment. And, but see, while I enjoy being watched, I also don't want to know. I don't want to see the audience me <laughs> because I suddenly, as soon as I see the audience, then I'm all in my head. So I try not to look at the audience, but if I feel like I'm being watched, that's the turn on just feeling like people's eyes are on me. But <laughs> the second I know I'm being watched. Yeah. Is that a turn, I've, turn I've been in that literally <laughs> the exact same scenario as you yeah. with, in the Tommy situation. And it's like, <laughs> we're having a lot of fun. This is great. This is amazing. But there's a lot of people watching you right now. Yeah. yeah. Prior to that moment, did you know you would like to be watched? Do you know you had any bit of exhibitionist side to you? I mean, I knew that I enjoyed it on the internet, but I didn't really know until that moment. Now that we mentioned internet stuff and that you enjoy being watched, what exactly do you like to do on the internet? Now I really enjoy collaborating with couples and getting to swing, but like lots of people get to watch me swing. Um, not just the people at the club. It's, you know, you can broaden your horizons, so to speak. And, you know, multiple people from all over the world can watch you swing. And, um, that's one of, you know, my platforms is like, I also do the only fans and I also do, you know, all that stuff, the Snapchat premiums and stuff like that. And I just really enjoy being watched. And that's kind of what drew me into doing only fans. Um, and then it's like, Oh yeah, 
you can make money off of this. You can actually build, you know, it's not like I'm still a bartender. I'm still a server. Like I, I still have a normal nine to five job, you know? Um, but it's just fun, you know, on the side, it's like swinging and it's really a part of my lifestyle. It's just people get to kind of watch me in my swinger adventures, you know? (laughs) That's exciting. I like that. Yeah. So before we dig any further, I want to give you a chance to plug your OnlyFans, your TikToks, your Instagrams, whatever you'd like to throw out there and make sure people have a chance to. And for those of you without a pen and paper, I will go ahead and link all of these in the show notes as well. So the best way to find me is Twitter, Instagram, and it's all the same. It's uh, Sexy Swinger Chick. No K on the chick, but uh, yeah, Sexy Swinger Chick. And same thing on, t- on TikTok. I try to keep everything um, the same. If you want to go on my OnlyFans, same thing, onlyfans.com slash sexy swinger chick. I'm pretty much on all the platforms. Best bet is probably like Twitter to find me. And if, um, yeah. And- you know, it's funny. The only place that we really ever got thoroughly shadow banned was our first month on Twitter. It was Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> and, That'll happen. And, and that was I, the- I was like, are, are you kidding? Out we of all shocked. these fucking places? <laughs> I'm kidding. But TikTok, TikTok shadow banned us for about a week when I dropped our first video. And then they let that video play for a long time and it got a lot of views and probably one of our most liked. One of the people said the word anal in it. And it wasn't for about two months in before it actually got blocked. Hmm. And they had tried to block two of our other videos and I appealed it and they said, nope, these are fine, put them back up. And then finally that video got blocked and I appealed it going, yeah, whatever, it's been up for two months. And like, nope, it's blocked. And I'm like, really? That one? <laughs> so what, what the process of what they do on TikTok, and this is just from me learning. So somebody will report it. And typically you are not going to get reported, you know, with your 100 followers who are watching you or, you know, your followers don't always watch all of your videos. So let's say that you have 10,000 followers. So they're not going to report you until it gets on the for you page. And then somebody is going to report you and they, anybody can report you for any reason that they deem necessary and they take, take it down and then you appeal it and then they put it back up and they have a bunch of people who sit there and watch TikToks all day to decide if they're good or not. You know, uh, typically though, once they do report it, it gets appealed and it gets put back up. I would say 99% of the time. Wow. See, I haven't even found the report button and not that I would be one to push a report button. I don't even know where it would be. And I'm not going to advertise for people where it is because I don't want people to report shit. So fuck them. <laughs> Let's dig into another favorite story or favorite moment that you might've had in the past year or two of doing this. I would say meeting the couple, which I consider the real unicorn is meeting of a couple where everybody just vibes so well and you want to swing with them multiple times. And this is like not only a friendship that you're building with, you know, couples, but it's like, it's, it's like you look forward to seeing them, you know? Um, so finding that couple for us, I think that was one of the highlights where, you know, I'm attracted to the husband. So that's been our biggest issue is, you know, cause I am really, I would consider myself with guys pretty picky in the guys that I look for. You have to have to hit all the marks, the girls, it's a little easier cause I'm more easy attracted to women. Mm-hmm. It's like, but men, have to really 
hit marks for me. So that's been a big struggle for us. So then when we found like that couple where it's like, oh, we have a lot in common, you know, um, not just sexually, but, you know, we have a lot to talk about. We enjoy spending time with them in, in the club and outside of the club, you know, that was a highlight for Mm -hmm. us too. Finding those couples that you can go to dinner with and hang out and talk and there's no expectations to have sex. It's, you know, it's there as an option, but it's just, Hey, you know what? We are perfectly fine hanging out. I'd love to hear stories about your day. What's going on with your life. And we can hang out and be true friends and we all know what's possible to happen, but it's not required to happen. And finding those couples that you can do that with, I think is really huge. And it's by far one of my most favorite things in the lifestyle. So I can totally see where you would enjoy finding that. Mm -hmm. In fact, we have a couple that we haven't really played with, but we, (laughs) we want to, we just keep enjoying our time together. That, that we tend to do that a lot too. That's, I agree. So I think we're, I don't know, waiting for the friendship to blossom more or something. (laughs) We like to get the play out of the way first. (laughs) I think we would, but they've, (laughs) they've kind of, so they took a step way back in the lifestyle. So they, they're like kind of doing a toe in the water right now. And we're, we're just happily being friends until they decide that something more is, you know, something they want to do. So you've been doing this for a little over a year now, you're Mm -hmm. saying? What's on your swinger bucket list? Oh, that's a good question. So first things first, getting together with my swing talk girls. Um, we That's another thing that I love about this is that I have created a community, you know, close to home, you know, here in the city that I live, but I've also created a community of friends that I've met online through this and Uh, you know, people that I really consider my friends and people that I reach out to, like when, you know, I have something going on in a lifestyle or like, uh, you know, any situations that occur, it's like, I I have someone to talk to, you know? Um, So it's meeting with my swing talk girls is on my bucket list for sure. And um, just, even if we don't make content, you know, spicy content together and all that, um, that's not really something it's just meeting them in, in person, you know? Um, and then I would definitely say going to secrets, you know, and, um, going to trapeze, which I know you guys, you guys both mentioned trapeze is in Atlanta though, right? They actually have a couple locations. Uh, there's one down in Fort Lauderdale, I think. And yeah. then- okay. okay. The downfall of recording in advance and airing episodes that have been previously recorded is that during the time between recording and airing, so many things can happen. Since we recorded this episode, Kylie and the Swing Talk crew have hosted a takeover at Secrets, and we're definitely bummed we couldn't make it. Um, and then going and meeting um, Jackie and John Malfi, they're the Colette club owners. Um, they also do a podcast, which was actually one of the first podcasts that I ever listened to. Um, and it's so great. And so either going to like new Orleans or Texas, because, uh, Texas is like huge in the swinging community. Um, and then I would say like going on a swinger cruise or going to a swinger resort for sure. I've I've decided from now on the only cruise I will ever go on will be a swingers cruise. Yeah. Just because I, 
I know. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> well, it's no fun if you're if there's not swingers there. Come on. We know how to have fun. <laughs> I could see that it being a swinger cruise making it that much better. We were not impressed with our cruise that we went on. So But at least if you're going on a it, cruise. I think he's right. Yeah. Yeah. You're, there you're, has to be other There has something. to be other yeah. If you're locking me on a boat, make sure it's with people I want to hang out with. Yeah. <laughs> or like minded people. But I would say those for sure. Um and again, like doing a big hotel takeover, um, going to a really good one where there's a lot of people and, you know, it's, it's an event that's, that's exciting for me. I, I do want to check out Naughty in New Orleans one year just to experience that. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. And uh, now before we wrap up, what is the biggest word you'd like to get out there being one of the faces of swing talk being as into the education being so into normalizing the lifestyle and ethical non-monogamy? I would just like to say that, you know, I'm a mom and I am a hard worker and I'm a normal person just like everyone else. And I do have this lifestyle and it's something that I love, but I'm still a good person deep down and I'm not this naughty deviant person. You know, I'm, a human being. And I, I just wish that more people were more accepting and understanding of the person that I am because I love who I am and I love this person and it's really helped me find myself. And I really hope that specifically women, I mean, of course men too, but if you're out there and you have these feelings or if anything that I've ever said has resonated with you, reach out and talk to somebody in the lifestyle. You know, that's what we're here for. And I think what you said was huge because, I mean, just the clubs that we go to, we know doctors, nurses, policemen, firefighters, referees. Yeah. There's basically, I mean, there's people from all walks of life that, and it's, there's no specific group. It's not just deviant society members. It's, it's just real everyday people that have good jobs, bad jobs, you name it, just people that are there. And we're good. You know, that's the thing. We're good people. We we are just like everyone else and um, we're not weirdos. You know, um, we are just people just trying to be out there being ourselves. And, you know, I, I just want to normalize that, you know, everyone deserves to feel accepted in society. And, you know, I want everyone to just accept this, you know, we accept polyamory and we accept open relationships, but we don't accept swingers you know, everybody should be accepted. And we're not trying to have sex with everybody oh, no. or everybody's <laughs> wife or everybody's husband. I think that's a, seems like a common misconception. Yeah. And we don't want to have sex with everybody. So please stop asking us to, to swing with you. <laughs> Thanks for joining us for a Hump Day Quickie. We hope this brought you some midweek excitement. If you have your own confession you'd like to share with us and our audience, please call 844-4HUMPDAY and leave us a message. Can't wait to hear your sexy stories.